everyone listening welcome back to another episode um of thinking out loud as you can see with some guests today uh, with myself um jermaine and ben as always and we've got ashley and amani from thoughts at the mic podcast and welcome girls um appreciate you guys joining us today what we're going to so talk about gonna... this kind of um i don't know it's a bit like like an like an imposter syndrome sort of thing where like i'll i'll maybe for example um like in the past like not so much now like maybe i've, I've applied for certain jobs and I'm not even like it sounds crazy. I'm not even like I'm applying for the job. I'm not even going for the interview, like because I just feel like I don't want them to kind of suss that. Or oh, maybe like, maybe I'm they realize I'm not right for the role. Maybe they might realize or oh, maybe you don't have this or I have that. And it's like and it's it's mad because I haven't even tried. I haven't even gone there and just literally just tried whether or not they might reject me or not. And I think that was a big problem. Like and it had a lot to do with a lot of self doubt. Um, just not thinking. Um like I'm capable enough like I'm I just want to share a little well, so much just like a little uh, little um, news and it would, I want to tie in with what I'm saying because I'm like for example um so there's this like organization that we've that we've actually like met well we've not met them but they're kind of one of the first people to follow us on our on our on our podcast page and stuff so they they're like host like meetups for 18 to 35 year olds so people who've kind of gone through grief um, I think it's like weekly meetups, just to kind of a place for people to share, like a safe space sort of thing. Um, so they announced at some point last year that they basically got a book deal. Um, and the book is like basically going to be like a series of letters from the different writers who are basically writing to the younger self, basically like giving advice to their newly bereaved self. So um, so it, so I, I applied for it, just thinking that they supply this way, I applied for it um, and stuff like that. And then, so they go back to me saying, yeah, you're, you, you've told you to be one of the contributors. And I was like, okay, like this is, like, like I wasn't really thinking much of it. That, that's nice. And then I, I had like the um, writers meeting um, like a month ago. And I was just kind of mad thinking that, wow, man, like everyone, everyone's here. Like, I'm sure they've all, I don't know, like written before, stuff like that. And I'm just thinking like, oh, should I, should I be here? Did, did she, did she choose me? Because or maybe she knows, oh, we do the podcast and maybe, he'll know like just basically just kind of self-sabotaging so it's like but then I think like I feel like why I feel like that is because I always feel like I'm not good enough even even if I'm trying there's always that element of oh, I'm not good enough and I, and I think sometimes it's good to be hot to be critical on yourself but at the same time there's you got to know when it's kind of borderline just yeah this is a bit too uh not mad but you're 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 overthinking now like stop kind of overthinking I don't know so I, I that's just kind of like I would say like my like uh, I would say like biggest insecurity that I'm still working on, but I I, I notice it that I'm always kind of like downplaying things or just maybe saying I've got this because only because maybe I'm feeling for someone else rather than actually believing that I got it because of my own merit and because yeah I'm capable. Do, do, do you know what I mean? I don't know if if any of you guys have any sort of um, insecurities on on that kind of level or just maybe something that that you feel that you tried to, not so much, that you tried to hide or, or you just accepted? I think with um, imposter syndrome, um, I used to get that a lot when I was young, but I don't get it as much anymore. So um, I used to play um, tennis with my friend. And obviously playing tennis wasn't really a common thing from people like my background. So it, it, it kind of felt like I was trying to fit in to people from different, like, class because obviously they're they're from our upper class people so 
it felt kind of weird. Like in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, what am I doing here? Or why am I playing this? You know, if that makes sense. So mm. yeah, I, I kind of struggled a, a bit. So I kind of had to assemble with people that I didn't have no clue or they were talking a different language for me. So um, I think, yeah, I don't get as much now as I used to. So that was my experience. Is, is it is it because you feel like right now you like you know yes I'm capable of doing this or doing that, so you don't feel like okay if I'm in this in a different environment yeah I need I, I'm here because like I deserve to be here or is it more is it more of a thing where you still deal with it um, in in different scenarios like um so I think. I done it because I love sport in general, like because I wanted to play, because like, I was active. I, I just used to play it. I, I didn't want to think about other things. But obviously, I knew it was there. It was kind of subtle in a way, but it, yeah, I didn't really notice it. I think now, um, in other areas of my life, um, not as much, but it's there. Um, a bit in a way, if that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Um, but what what about um, you guys, Ashton and Moni? Is there anything um, that you've dealt with in the past or maybe so much now that you're trying to still deal with anything like that? Insecurities that, I mean. Yeah, I mean, there. I think it's interesting because how our process is like I was listening to you guys and I wanted to sort of like feedback on what you were saying and then I'll come back and answer your question um but just in terms of like insecurities and what's really helpful to hold in mind is that these are things that we how they come about is for our early life experiences and things that would have experienced gone through stories that would have been told by people that we hold dearly or people that we think um, are really important to us in our lives or even sometimes stories that we tell about ourselves and the more that we cement those sorts of ideas the more likely that you um, they will grow into sort of like insecurities and um, yeah I think it's really like good um, that you're able to sort of like identify um, what your insecurities are and um, sort of like the thoughts around it so in terms of like, you know, that whole idea of like, I'm not good enough, or maybe like I shouldn't be here, or I don't fit in and things like that. Those are what we call core beliefs. And um, on a day to day, um, you may not be as aware of them, um, but certain situations and or um, events will trigger them, for example, um, like you applying for your um, deal and actually starting to question yourself and downplay the fact that you got chosen because you know you are good enough and you have shown that you know you're some somebody that they can work with um so yeah and I think like as people and maybe there's cultural influences like growing up like in a British culture where we don't tend to maybe think about um no not even a bit British culture it's more of a collective collectivist thing uh, where we don't think that we are doing things because of our own capabilities um, and we try to externalize things so I mean yeah there's a lot of like different factors at play um, that would lead to um, insecurities but yeah um, I definitely do um, I can 100% relate with imposter syndrome 
um, as a pre-qualified um, psychologist. So um, even though with like loads of like knowledge that I have um, and having experienced working with different types of people, there can be certain times uh, when I may, um, in a work context, for example, um, feel like, oh gosh, like, um, am I good enough? Or maybe I don't know as much as the other person. Um, and or like even like in my personal life, um, there are instances where I feel like I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So unless I feel like I'm gonna be good at what I'm gonna do, I don't tend to try certain things. Like I like to try things um, if I know that maybe there might be like a good outcome or, or like, I don't know, I, I will kind of like work around it and then showcase it when mm. I feel like it's good enough for it to be seen with people. And that is an insecurity. And sometimes it's definitely like going back and reminding myself that it's okay. It's okay to fail. <laughs> like, you know, you can always try again. And sometimes it isn't always like working towards things because you want them to be successful, but there is actually a lot that can be gained from going through a process and learning. Um, and we can't all be good at everything and that's okay. So um, I think there's one thing about, you know, it's important to identify what your insecurities are, but also like if you can, where possible, talk back to those insecurities and try to remind yourself of instances where that isn't true. Um, and I guess like one of the techniques that we may uh, teach people in um, therapy is actually to find the evidence for that thought that you are um, saying. And so find evidence for and find evidence against. And um, it, you may actually surprise yourself um, when you think that you're not good enough, thinking about, oh, there's so many other times when I have done X, Y, Z, that's similar to this thing. Um, so actually on weighing things up, um, yeah, I'm not as bad as I think I am. And I feel like people just generally as individuals, we are our biggest um, critic. And um, if you've listened to any of our episodes on our podcast, I'm huge on self-affirmations and just like speaking life and positivity into yourself. Um, just because sometimes the world is so unkind and mm -hmm. you know, growing up, there's, there would have been experiences when people would have said certain things and certain things would have stuck. Um, and actually starting to undo those things and speaking about yourself and to yourself in a way that's illuminating and in a way that actually brings you life and maybe even thinking about the way that you'd like to be. Um, so, yeah, I always think, um, yeah, there's power in that. So, yeah. yeah I feel like I've been talking for a while. I feel like I was just going to say everything you said, like, it's exactly the same thing, really. I am a recovering perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. Re recovering perfectionist. I love that. See, I love that. I'm calling myself a perfectionist. I love the fact that you're recovering. I too am also a recovering perfectionist. For real, for real, for real. I because, like, I, was, I became very aware of that voice, and that voice is, I'm not good enough. So mm -hmm. then over overcompensate to then try and be perfect. But what even is perfect? Like, that doesn't really exist, right? yeah um and I think it was coming to terms with that so it was doing that what you were saying Ashley like where's the evidence for this because I'm here now and 15 year old me wanted to be here so clearly mm -hmm. good. Like, you know like finding the evidence of things um yeah. and that really really helped me and also like acknowledging that the voices in your head were voices outside of your head at some point probably back in your childhood 
Yeah. Like, so it's not my voice that's talking. It's a voice that I've internalized. And mm. It's become so automatic that it's second nature to me. And obviously it sounds like me because it's in my head, yeah? So just sort of detaching myself from that voice, that is not me. Like, that is something someone else told me, whether it's a parent, whether it's an old friend, whether it's even the media. Media, and it's not yeah. Always, thank you. Like, it's not even always, like, out loud and explicit. It's the little things as well. Mm. Yeah. By, like, the images that we see <clears throat> or, like, the narratives that are told about us or what we're meant to be. Like, you as Black men, um, what are you meant to be because of society? You know what I mean? What am I meant to be, like, as a Black woman? And, mm. like, I, Ben, when you were talking about, like, sort of class and like thinking about what you should and shouldn't be doing are you playing tennis in your case I grew up in a white area and then I would go to school and I was too black and then I'd go outside of school with like you know after school clubs whatever with like um predominantly black children and then I was too white so I was like what am I meant to be like who am I meant to be I got called all sorts of names and then that just fed into that thing of like who are you you're not good enough you can't fit in mm. That's not my, that's not me talking. That's just a voice that everybody's internalized and everyone's projecting onto each other. So mm-hmm. like everyone is firing things and insecurities at each other and we're all internalizing it. So for me, it was really important to detach myself from that voice and define myself for who I want to be. Not that these insecurities don't come up sometimes and not like, you know what I mean? I'm not always aware of them because sometimes life is fast and mm. sometimes you lose, you lose account of yourself, you know? Like you lose that self-awareness but when you can pull yourself in and check yourself and be like, that's not me talking. I've done this before. I can do this. And the only reason that we think we can't do things or we feel like we're imposters is because we are so aware of everything that happens in our minds. Whereas mm-hmm. your friends only sees one side of you and the side of it. Yeah. Like, oh, no, she's cool. She's lit. They wouldn't know that you're crying to yourself to sleep for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Like, cause they don't see all the different sides of you. You do. So you are obviously very aware of your flaws but odds are no one else has really, really seen that. So it's really important to just check in with the facts. Like, okay, that small, that small thing that you you feel like is a big thing to someone else, they probably didn't even notice. Like, mm. for example, I'm trying to put myself out there a bit more on social media now, like work-wise. Um, and I'll send my friends pictures or I'll send them a video before I put it up. And I'm like, oh my God, can you see that thing on my face? And they're like, no. Well, can you see that one of my eyes is bigger than the other? They're like, mm. Like they can't see it so yeah it's 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 you're your biggest critic and it's easier said than done but really try and detach yourself from that because it's not you talking the real you is the person doing all the things that you need to do um and it's about a balance right it's like okay i can feel these things but they're not facts they're not things yeah. I need to live my life by. like i i get shook when i want to put up like certain videos i want to put up certain, certain pictures shook to the point where i just post it and go <laughs> um, but I'm just going to do it anyway because I know that the thing that I want in the future is bigger than my fear right now. Yes, so that's why I, like. that, that, I think that's a good way to that's see huge. it. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you guys like, um, obviously you you both like have um, I say psychological background, but like a background in in this stuff. So like, do do you feel like that kind of heightens um, the imposter syndrome? And why I say that is because like sometimes when like we do certain things and you know for example you're, you're at some point you're going to be a psychologist and so from the outward looking in some like, oh she must know what she's talking about in, in in that particular area of field so it's like once you as, oh, you're, you're, on a, you're on your journey there but like being that kind of like that being like your niche especially with the work you do with the podcast 
and let's just say for argument's sake now, like, um, and I'm not saying this this is true or or necessarily false. Someone now refers to you both as uh, mental health professionals, and you know, so they're now looking up to you, saying, "Oh, you guys know a lot about mental health. You might, you're well um, you're well versed in this." Um, like, does that kind of like hi- um, heighten your your imposter syndrome, or does or do you feel because you're doing it anyway? I I, I am I am qualified in what I'm saying, and I am you know I do know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I hear you. So is it like, am I feeling even more of an imposter because I know that people are watching and knowing that I'm yeah. and stuff? I would say uh, yes, but I had to let go of that. Like, so especially in our profession, so the course that we have to do to like become fully qualified is stupidly competitive. Like the figures are like dumb, the success rates and stuff for getting onto the course. So that makes you feel like you have to be perfect. And then when you do get in, which I did, I was like, hey, the girl who was just <laughs> eating chips on her bed, like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, if you really saw who I am, you wouldn't think that I would be able to do these things, but I am. Um, I think, yeah, I just had to let go of that imposter syndrome and like, just think, you know, I'm here for a reason. I've put in so much work. I do know what I'm talking about. I'm more than qualified. And if they see it, I need to see it as well. Because if I keep doubting myself, all I'm going to do is sabotage myself and all the things that I wanted from age, whatever. You know what I mean? And I don't want to do that. I owe it to me, like, from back then and all the things that I've been through, all the journey, like, all the hardships, I owe it to myself to, like, just keep going, you know? Mm, like, you to have that humble, that, that small humble brag, just the, the, just remind mm-hmm. yourself that, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm over it. Now, now, the reason I ask that, because I remember um, there was a, um, I don't know if it was the rumor I was on in, in Clubhouse where I, when it was a rumor on anxiety, um, and I just kind of spoke about some things and um, and then I think I had a few people kind of um, like follow me on the Clubhouse and follow me on like my my socials and stuff. And I remember someone asked me, "Oh, are you are you a, a mental health professional?" And I was like, could say, "No, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not." Like our podcast is about grief and mental health, but it's but it's like it's that kind of like fear of like oh, if people think oh I'm a mental health professional about me saying they might think oh what well, he knows knows about this and that and the minute it comes they come to realize that I actually I don't there's a lot I don't know and I don't know about oh oh yeah you you're a fraud why why are you doing a podcast about talking about um you know these things when you're not uh, you don't have a background in it do you know what I mean because um mm-hmm. the reason why I was so um anxious because the lady that reached out to me she actually hosted the room and wanted me to be on the panel um, and I just remember just when everyone was going around doing the like speeches and stuff, saying what they do. And I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a, a mental health advocate, but I do a podcast and that, which is not a lie. But I think, I don't know why there was that kind of fear of like, are oh, they going to suss me out? Let me just make sure I put them straight early. Yeah. So from, so you can't come up to me and say, oh yeah, you're a fraud. But yeah, yeah, but you can't tell me, I didn't, I didn't tell you I was a mental health. Um, do you know what I mean? Even, even when talking about grief, I won't say I'm, I'm a grief expert. I'm just talking, we're just talking about, the things we've been through, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, but I get a, a part. Yeah. A part of that comes from just again that, that imposter syndrome. Because even though, like, again, I'm not saying I'm an expert or like we are now like you know the um poster poster boys for like all things grief. But at the same time, I guess maybe maybe this is like a little hum, hum, not humble brag, but me just saying to myself, yeah. But you do know what you're talking about, though. Do you know what I mean? You may it may not be like I'm not saying what everything I, I say is right, but it's and there's my experience. So no one can say to me, oh, like. I don't agree with like I mean yeah like I said I, I'm not I don't have like this whole ego thing where like people can't kind of question us on things we talk about just because oh yeah I've been through so I'm, I means I know all. there's a lot of things that 
Do you know what I mean on even on that I don't know and and I and I've 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 been through it like do you know do you know we've been through it so I guess sometimes um yeah it's just always trying to like basically like set people straight from from the jump so I don't have any like hiccups so if someone does say oh wow you're you're doing all this stuff on on grief mental but you don't even like what do you what like what credential I don't know it's just it's just it's just like it's just again it's just it's just my insecurity like it's just mm-hmm. I just keep over overthinking. Like things yeah. like that. I mean, it's really important to sort of like explain to people um, that you are talking about your experiences and nobody can take that away from you. And mm. um, there's something powerful about people sharing what they've been through because for other people that can relate, then it makes them feel that they're not alone in it. And that yeah. there's somebody out there that gets them. And there's definitely a space for that. And there's also a space for... Um, I guess grief counsellors and people that are trained to work professionally with people in grief. Um, there's nothing wrong with you, I guess, offering advice in terms of what you found helpful on your path. Um, mm. As long as you say, you know, this is what's worked for me, you could try it and see whether it works for you. I'm not saying that this is the, you know, blanket sort of like this is what you need to do when you're grieving, because I guess people's um, experiences are different. Um, and just thinking about the way that we do our podcast and what we talk about, we definitely talk about things that we know work. Yeah, I, I, know, I know you guys things, put a yeah, few And things yeah, that we do in our own practice. Um, and we are aware that, you know, there are other people out there that are qualified um, mm. and have more years of experience um, that can talk about certain things, but we do talk about things that are within our remit. And um, I think there's something about you recognizing um, what you know and what you don't know um, and only talking about, um, yeah, things. Yeah, so we would never sort of like come and say things um, or pretend that we know more than we do um, because, yeah, as psychologists, we know how harmful that can be. Um, So, yeah, I think there's something about recognizing and knowing your own limits and that's absolutely okay because then it leaves room for other people with other expertise with other knowledge to also like have their voice heard and that can be helpful for somebody else either at the same time or at a later point and yeah I feel like there's there's room for everybody like there's lots of tables that can be set we don't all have to sit at the same one yeah that's um oh no sorry Amani you're gonna say something no, no, I, I agree. And I think as well, there's something about like, I always say to people when they come to me, um, I, I guess I used to work for, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say where I used to work, for a prestigious hospital, yeah? So they would <laughs> come to this hospital and then they would be like, oh, you're going to, like, we wait so long to see you guys, like you're going to, like, you're just going to make all our problems go away. You're the experts. And I was like, mm, I know some stuff and I'm here to help you piece the dots together, but you are the expert in your life. And that's because I don't want any power dynamics. Like this is this like to me, my relationship with my clients is like this, yeah. Like I don't like power dynamic. You know what you're talking about. I'm here to like help you just piece things together. You are an expert in your life because what is it like? It takes ten thousand hours to be an expert in something. Is that what they say? I think. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. It's like ten thousand hours. Okay, so how many hours have you spent being you? I'm sure you've met that criteria, no? So you're the expert in your experience. So I think. You know, there's room to always say, okay, my knowledge, my intellectual knowledge only goes so far, yeah? Like, and that's okay to say that I've got room to grow. But never, I would say, don't downplay 
your expertise in in terms of your experience because it's incredibly valuable um and it can fill a lot of holes where theory and research and academia is trying to fill your experience could fill all those holes so i would i would say don't don't downplay it as much because it's very valuable I, I think that's like what you said is key because like you don't want to have like I think well maybe just so much me I don't want to have anyone thinking like putting me on a pedestal in any whether whether I'm I'm a qualified like I don't know neurosurgeon or whatever and you've you've had I've, I've carried out like x amount of surgeries like you know they I've been recommended all over the world whatever I I just don't I wouldn't want to obviously it's easier said than done when I'm not in it but I think I just knowing me personally I wouldn't want that because I feel like the minute people or someone puts me on a pedestal it's like there's expectation oh you know this person is some sort of a messiah or whatever and then when i let them down oh but you you know you you're fraud because i thought but then i didn't say it i didn't you know what i'm saying i'm just in that in that particular scenario i'm just doing my job <laughs> do you know what i mean like and just happen to be good at it so i think like sometimes it's it's, it's trying to prevent that and that's my i'm always in kind of that mode of like okay just prevent people coming back to you and telling you basically you're not this and that because Number one, I wouldn't want that anyway. I don't want anyone coming to tell me or telling telling me about myself because I should know myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, again, like I was saying earlier, for me sometimes it's it's a bit borderline, a bit too self critical because there's self doubt when oh, I don't know if I'm gonna do this. Like the, you know the usual like in a healthy level of self doubt. I don't know if this is gonna work. But then there's self doubt where you're like not even even going for interviews. Like that's just a that's a do you know do you know what I mean? That's a bit. Obviously, I'm realizing that now. And at times I wouldn't really tell people. I'm like, like, what are you doing? At least, at least the least you can do is go, just go for the interview. The worst they can say is no. And I know this, but when it comes to it, I just, I just freeze and just my mind goes into panic mode. I'm thinking, oh well, I'm probably not gonna get it anyway. But how, how do you know? Do you know what I mean? You're probably thinking there's probably ten, like so many people um, on applying for that job. And it's even like, so I don't want to go too much, too much about me, but just on a, on a last point, um, just to kind of explain what I'm talking about, because even like with, with the job I'm in now, I remember when I, when I went for the interview, um, because basically it was the first interview that I had in a while, so I thought, okay, this is gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna do, am I gonna have I done enough research, all that kind of stuff, um, and I remember the lady interviewing me was, um, I won't say stern, but she was like, she was about a business in it, like I was trying to see if I can just crack a smile just to ease the tension a bit like I don't think that was, <laughs> don't think that was happening so anyway I was went for the interview and stuff but the minute I left I thought yeah it's a write-off it's a write-off I, I don't I don't think I got that one it's a wrap and then she was telling me oh um so usually what we'll do is um if you if people didn't get the job we'll kind of call them maybe the next two or three days we'll probably wait a week to tell people who did get the job so I got the call like two days after so I was like, yeah, yes, yeah, I probably didn't get it. And she was like, oh, is, um, is this Jermaine? Yep, yeah, speaking. I was waiting for just like kind of get to the point this time I didn't get it. And she's like, um, yeah, I just want to let you know, um, we're pleased to offer you the role. And I was just like, and I kind of paused for a second. And she's like, um, and that is if you still want. I was like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. And then after that, I was thinking, like, right, I was I was almost certain. So what I'm trying to say is sometimes it can get too bad when you, you, you're you too hard on yourself. And in that moment, I was too hard on myself because even uh, a couple of come off intro she's like yeah like you you done well like why did you think you didn't like you 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 know you've done what you need to do and it's like oh yeah I didn't go into, into deal with her but I was just saying like yeah I had my doubts but but I'm thinking like why just like just show up and, and do your best but obviously because I'm I have this this constant self-doubt like it's, it's bad but anyway that's that's I'm not I've but I'm not missing anymore and like I'm not that was in the past like but I'm just saying that that's how that's how bad it 
bad like the self that was you, you know what i'm saying so it's, it's a it's a work in progress every day i'm just trying to just feel the fear and just do it anyway any like just do it anyway because that that's that's just it what else i'm going to do if, if i just keep not i'm only harming myself if i just if i just keep saying i, I can't do it and and maybe i can't maybe i can but then i won't know unless i you know go for it so that was just like my my um thing that and again i i don't I don't really speak about it. Look, I just, again, it's, it's embarrassing. Like, not embarrassing, in the sense, not so much now, but at the time I was like, am I going to tell someone or people close to me, oh, you didn't go for interview because I thought I wasn't going to. So like, they'd be like, bro, what are you doing? Just, just it's an interview. Just, it's not that deep. They'll they say no if you didn't. But for me, it was that deep. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's just about learning and just kind of like, so like, this is something I would say I need to solve rather than, and screw it, I need to kind of deal with rather than that. Like, you can't mask it, I think, in, in that particular Okay, so you have to just do it and just and yeah, like you said, suck, suck yourself up. You listen, like you you're cap- more than capable. And if you don't get, you don't get. Just it's just, it's just, it's just make it simple. But I know it's not as simple as that. But I think this is what I just tell myself, like just like general, uh, general like feedback I give to myself. You know, so um um yeah, I'm trying, man. It's just like affirmations. <laughs> yeah exactly just trying to tell myself listen you can do it you, you're capable just yeah just different different things I, I don't i don't mm-hmm. psych myself up i don't you know like i like words from affirmation from other people but i i just don't i just can't do it i find it hard to just psych myself up and say listen now you've got this just like yeah. it's, it's always like doubt yeah it's definitely a journey that i have found um particularly with like positive affirmations I remember when I first started it feels so odd to be saying all these things that you don't believe and you know that whole idea of like the more that you say you eventually get to a point where you believe it but I feel like it's maybe like an accumulation of different things um that you're doing and as when you get to a place where you feel a little bit more confident in yourself and you're starting to undo um some of those internalized voices then things sort of like start to um work um, as you were speaking, I was a little bit in- intrigued in terms of um, what your journey was or what you found helpful in terms of um, coming to a place where you could actually psych yourself up to go to those interviews um, and just seeing what the outcome of that was. Um, because, yeah, just like listening to you um, speak, I can really tell that must have been like a difficult thing um, to overcome and um yeah particularly when you may feel stuck in certain things mm. um it's quite challenging yeah if your friends like turn around and just like you know just just go it's just an interview and you're like no like yeah I, I can't um yeah. so yeah I was a little bit interested in terms of like what kinds of like things that you actually did to be able to get to a place where you are um going to interviews for I guess um facing some of your fears and or insecurities yeah I think part of it was to like, a large part of it was to that like, more just because I I just started feeling more confident in general not so much because of that but so that kind of sort of had a um I would say kind of affected that area of interviews or applying for something because I was I was confident in myself so I, I didn't really say okay now I'm applying for this interview am I gonna um Am I gonna not go? I know I'm gonna go now because I, I'm not at that place where like I think it was because at the time I, I just was I just wasn't I wasn't confident in life in generally at that point anyway. So I think that kind of just had a large impact on on the way I kind of saw things mentally. Whereas now I'm not even to say like now there's been like a drastic change, but I just feel like I know myself 
a lot more. And I think I've just kind of told myself that in that particular scenario of interviews, like, listen, like, one, the worst I can say is no. And two, you're not going to go to this interview without having done your best. So if if that's if and that's the only two recipes I, I can take with me. So if I make sure, okay, one, I've, I've literally, like, done my, like, if I know I've, I've given my all, then it is what it is. And if I don't get it, and as they say, maybe it wasn't meant to be, like, but... So I think that that's, those are more kind of like um, practical ways of looking at it. But I just think like where I am mentally, just in life in general, I'm just like, you know what, like I've I've like been through a lot. So I feel like if the way I say it, if God was going to, um, basically, I think it's more of this fancy, like God's not going to let me down now. Like He knows that like, he's, he's literally, I've been through the worst of the worst like i'm not saying like there won't be any more issue, any more sort of trials and tribulations but i feel like if i've kind of got gone through like literally just dealing with like 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 grief like from first hand as in like both your parents it doesn't get closer than that so i feel like if i'm like still dealing with that and some and somehow finding courage to like just live life and do wanting to do then then surely the other things are just as it's like it's like it's it must be minor then sure it's not i don't know it's, I, I just think that like, this it's giving me like this new um like mindset where like like there are a lot of things that are, are not as deep as you think it is like but because I, I put too much emphasis on it i just get overthinking and then i just end up not doing it like in with the interviews that was what it was it's overthinking i just thought i'm not gonna get it. i'm not gonna do it so i feel like now i'm just trying to just be, be a bit more um like kind to myself because I know I, I know everyone always says like the power was it what's the what's the saying there's power is it there's power in the is it power in the tongue there's power yeah, in the yeah. tongue I, just, I just thought what, what do people mean by that it's not it's not that like, yeah I can say the whole heap of stuff it doesn't mean like this ain't this ain't not supernatural living like uh, if I say something wild about myself then in 10 minutes later I'm gonna I don't know I'm gonna get struck by like I don't know do you know what I mean just I just thought yeah it's not it's not that but I think now I'm thinking that like what you say about yourself is important because what it is, no one, no, I don't feel like no one else is gonna gas you more than yourself. And and I feel like I feel that's like, Amani. <laughs> oh, is, 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 that, is, that, is, that, is that your mo- is that your motto? <laughs> yeah, that's Amani's <laughs> bag. Yeah, like no one's gonna gas you more than yourself. And and I just think like where like because even like I still overthink to this day. Don't get me wrong. Even just with um like the like the podcast. Like when we when we started, I was just like, damn, okay, how am I gonna like who's gonna wanna hear about all this like grief and stuff like that? I just so there'll be times when I like, we record an episode, I'm like, oh, was I saying that did I make did I make sense there? Like I'll be doing the editing, did I make sense there? Do I should I just cut this whole part because I don't know if I'm if I'm talking like just so many different things, but now I'm just like listen, just just put it out there. Like obviously, like you, it's good to kind of get feedback from as and know where to improve it in terms of like your conversations, but there's the whole be trying to be too perfect. Listen, like I remember the first episode, I was even telling Ben, yeah, like I was trying to make sure there was no background noise whatsoever. Any little squeak, mm. I would edit out any like, but it's like, <laughs> what are you trying to what are you trying to do here? People know that mm. you are you're recording somewhere, and yeah, there might be a bit of noise, but I'm like, no, we can't have no noise. We just we just can't. It has to, this has to be A1. But it's like I, I think personally, I'm sure you can say the same thing with Ben that we've we've kind of grown since we've started in terms of just like more confident talking amongst ourselves even amongst people like I think even yeah we just said I think when we started getting into it just thought let's start having more guests but even then when I started I don't know about you Ben but I was like just nervous about okay I want I want to say the right thing I don't want to say the wrong thing because especially when you when you um 
it's, it's easy to talk about your own grief and your own mental but when it comes to other people and, and it's a bit it's a lot more sensitive so you don't want to you don't want to tread on any like but i think there's there's kind of like with anything you do the more you do it the more you just become comfortable so i'm still i'm still learning now but it's a it's a lot more since since we start so i think that that in that there's growth in that so I don't know, man. I think it's just, yeah, a lot of it's just to do with what, what, what you think of yourself mentally. And I think, like, that's important. Like, you know, obviously, obviously imposter syndrome is, is somewhat kind of common, but you have to, it's how you deal with it. Like, if you just keep saying, no, I'm not good enough for anything, then it will just become, you You will just become, yeah, not good enough because you keep, you keep you're convinced, you're convinced you're not good enough. So, like, so what, why would anyone else want to, um, I'm talking to myself, I'm not saying to you guys, but why, why would anyone else yeah, want to, like, Investing, if you don't even you don't even have the belief in just you know, have the belief in yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's just stuff like yeah. that. But I don't know. Like obviously, like for yourself, you are both like um, big on these sort of things, and it's kind of would you say it's, it's easier to obviously give advice to other people than it is to yourself, or even take your own of even take your own advice that you're giving to maybe someone about a particular issue, or telling them like, oh, don't worry, it's fine, you can do it. You got to believe in yourself. Because I feel like it's always hard to take my own advice. It is, it is, it always is. It's so much harder. Um, I, you know what? I don't even know why. Maybe because it's how uncomfortable it makes us. Like, you know, when you give advice, you can give it to that person and leave. Like, you're not left with all of the stuff that has to go on to, like, get to that point. Yeah, so yeah. you're having to do all of the work that you're not seeing when you just give out advice. So, yeah, there's something about being uncomfortable um it's a journey it's both is painful like growth is hard it's it's never easy um you said a couple of things though so you said um about like how you speak to yourself being kind to yourself you're also talking about like reflection as well so you know looking back and being like actually you know i've learned a lot from that well i've come so far from that um and i think they're really like good tips um but ben i was just wanted to know like, how did you like get through that kind of thing you know, like we start in the podcast and then obviously like where you are now, like how was that for you? Um, at first, I wasn't um, sure about it because um, honestly, like, like I don't know what people were going to think of it, but I thought um, my sister kind of agreed with the idea with me starting um, a podcast because um, I think starting a podcast was a way to... Um, talk about what I've been through and sharing it with other people like, I don't know how other people were going to take it or how they would see me but I realized that it's made me more confident in who I am uh, sharing my story because um, grief is a bit of a sensitive topic to talk about so I think you've got to be a bit aware of what you're saying on the podcast and um just making sure that um, I'm not an expert at grief. I've only been through grief. um, So I lost my dad at 12 and I lost my mom at 19. So I I lost both of them at pretty a young age. So I was probably 19 in 2015. So I've been through a lot before turning 20. So um, I think yeah, I think grief can be hard if you're not emotionally matured, if you don't know what you're talking about and you could say the, the wrong thing and that can mess the person up. And um, 
so yeah, it's just sharing my experience of other people helping them that are people helping people that are going through a similar issue. You know, um, it's just been being a voice, you know, raising our platform to help other people. And um I think people were surprised when um me and Jermaine actually started this podcast. So um I think Amber from Grief gang um called Suma from Bereavement Room. I think they were surprised when they heard two men talking about grief. So I think they took an interest in us and um we've met a lot of like-minded people that are on a similar journey as um as us. So we've made new friends along the way and that's um really important to have. Um yeah that's it. I love that. Like, yeah, there's definitely things that have come from it. And I guess being able to see your journey helps as well. Like, you know, it's worthwhile, right? Like what you're doing. So mm. that helps with like all the insecurities that come up, like when you're doing these kinds of things. Because it's not easy to start. Like starting is one of the hardest things to do with like anything because you have to, you know, I think you have to come to an acceptance that like embarrassment is going to come when you're a beginner. You know, failure is going to come when you're a beginner. All of these things are going to come. But like, psychologists, just so you know, we love a metaphor, yeah? We love a <laughs> metaphor. So when you're teaching a baby to walk and they're stumbling around and they fall over, do you tell them to sit down? So when you're teaching a baby to walk... And they stumble and they fall over, do you tell them to sit down? No, you say, get well, yeah, get back, get up, get up and go. Yeah. Because yeah. you know that they're going to come and they're going to do it. They're going to, you know, they're going to stumble and you know it's part of the journey. You don't expect the baby to get up and walk one day. You know they're going to fall over. So it's the mm. same thing when you're doing a journey. You know you're going to fall over. But as it, it's easier said than done, but when you fall over, just get up and do it again because you would have learned something. Yeah, so that's, I like that analogy. And I think sometimes the reason why you often don't see that because this whole idea of perfectionism so mm. when you like with anything you want to start of course you want it to be like i need this to be perfect like needs to everything needs to be perfect like and that was that was what that's what i thought like with the podcast like i mean i don't i mean i listen to a few podcasts don't get me wrong but i'm not i wouldn't say like yeah i know um what to do i mean we just we kind of learn along the way that when we're still kind of learning along the way like there's so many things that didn't know like oh how to do this do that how to edit this how to edit that like and again it's just still learning but i feel like especially more so now like you know we have got something like this is um how can i explain it like i feel like this this is something that i feel like can be very um i would say like like a to, to some day in some days be like a resource to other people like you know um obviously it might take a while to get to that kind of level of i'm not saying that we're necessarily kind of chasing that, that level of like recognition where oh and this is the pod this is the might be the goal a few podcasts about grief so how about check out this one check out like you know um they these guys are doing this and i'm not saying I'm, we're, we're in it for that but it would be nice do you know what i mean to like know that this is helping people like because i think one of the, one of the things um i always say to myself like i when I first lost my mum, like, like 25, I didn't have, there was no, like, grief resource, like, there was no, so if this can be something that, for, like, a, a someone else in that position at that, that same age as well, then that, that would be nice, and it's not, like, it's not, it's not an ego thing, it's just, like, it would be nice, do you know what I mean, like, we hope that there's more, like, podcasts on mental health, like, yourselves, and on grief, or even other guys doing it, do you know what I mean, more guys, like, because that's one of the things we, we me and Ben got a lot of the time, like, oh, if this is, 
I've not seen much guys like doing this. So I think that was kind of like a um a a shock for some so many people that, that reached out to us, but also like, oh, like this is good to see because there's not a lot of guys that talk about you know these things. Or maybe they maybe they are, but but maybe we just don't we just don't I, I haven't seen a lot. Do you know what I mean? So like so that it will be helpful because like, again I think sometimes as well, especially as 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 men, like there's often that um, thing of, oh, I don't want to talk too much because I don't want to be seen as like I'm not um, in control. Like I used to always think, oh, if I'm going to therapy, that means, yeah, people are going to know that oh, he must he must be going mad. Like I, I can't, you know, I can't do therapy because therapy is not, it's not, it's not for black men. We don't, you know what I'm saying? We don't, how we deal with our issues, we deal with it head on. We don't need to do no therapy or, but I'm not going to lie, I was, I was in for rude awakening when like, you know, you know, you're dealing with grief and you realize this is actually affecting me mentally. Like I need to actually so I mean I done I done therapy. Like I, I didn't get much from it at the time. But like I said, I'm gonna do it again. But I just felt like right, okay, this is something that I used to see on like maybe the, the TV, people like talking to I'm like, why why do people do that? why can't you just handle your, your problems? Why do you need to go to a therapist? But then you easy to say that when you haven't been through things that 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 will probably test you and you feel like you know, maybe I need to see someone. And for me, that was, you know, dealing with grief. Like, I just thought, like, I never thought in a million years that, you know, I, I would have to, like, you know, not, like, bury my parents, you know what I mean? So, of course, so as much as I I, I can stunt on myself and say, nah, I'm cool, but I can't, I wasn't, I wasn't cool. Like, and sometimes I'll suppress it to the point where literally, like, I'll just break down randomly because this is just getting too much. And obviously, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be in that position or put myself in a position again, so... If I've got if I've got to talk to someone, go to therapy, then so be it. So I don't I don't see it as oh, it's, a, it's it's not a man thing anyways. But I'm human. Before, I'm human first before I'm a man. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna like. Not I'm not saying it's, I'm not kind of criticizing people who who do or like people who have breakdowns. But I don't wanna have, I don't wanna have any I don't wanna have a breakdown. Do you know what I mean? I don't wanna like. So I wanna if I look after my, myself mentally as much as I can. I don't wanna. Of course, it happens because things you know, like people go through stuff. So that's just yeah, that's that's just um me, you know. So like I don't know. I think at least conversations are important. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I, I know it's probably it's, you guys are probably thinking like not going for interviews. That's it. Just sounds so minor, like. But do you know what I mean? But that's just that's that's how that's how weird it, weird it is. Like you know, um, I know you guys have both said you've had kind of your own experiences with imposter syndrome and stuff, and it seems like obviously you are at a place where you can you you can address it but but um, i think you said it actually earlier but do you think that the reason why that is is because like you're not at a place where you because i think you know who you are now so like what i mean by that is like often there's like a um i won't say a coming of age moment but there's a time when we all kind of like we, we show of ourselves now for obviously for some some reach that point sooner than others some reach that bit later on life some go through things that until, that makes them reach that but would you guys say like you reached that or are you still kind of becoming the woman that you know the woman that you the women that you know you're what am I saying the woman that you know you're, you're going to become or, you, or have you arrived well I haven't arrived um I think it's a journey and um I'm of the view that you know life um like I don't think you ever come to a point where you for me personally that I feel like I'll be like content, like, yeah, I've done everything. I know who I am. I feel like it's going to be a lifelong thing. 
until um, the day that I go. Um, and I think that's a nice way of viewing it and just taking the good and the bad and everything that comes with it and just knowing that's part of life. And um, what I've been doing recently is definitely practicing being very kind to myself, being compassionate, um, allowing myself and ha- like allowing myself grace to fail, allowing myself grace that there's certain things in life that I can't control. Uh, but maybe trying to reshift my focus on things that I can control and ways that I can look after myself and know that eventually things will work out for me. And, you know, it might not be, they might not work out in the way that I want them to, but just, you know, holding on to the belief that that will happen. And so that's how I've been. um, Yeah, that's where I currently am at at the moment. Um, But when you were speaking, I was um, struck by quite a few things that you've said and I feel like your podcast is amazing. You guys are breaking the mold, um, particularly yeah, thinking about talking about grief as men. Um, I haven't come across um, that. And as, as Black men, should I say, even. Um, and I think it's fantastic and it will be a great resource uh, for um, whoever might need it at that time. And um, I hope you guys can both come to a, a place where you can actually just sit with that and actually recognize that you're doing an amazing thing and yeah like you said we are talking about imposter syndrome and all the insecurities that come with it but really really recognizing that you are doing something um that is valuable and useful um and yeah really sitting with that um one of the other things i wanted to come back to was the whole idea of going to therapy as part of self-care and i'm glad that you brought that um, to the attention and um, for you actually recognizing that this is a way to look after myself and you know uh, you not like I guess you wanting to prevent sort of like breakdowns um, as it were I think um, that's great and you know like therapy isn't for everyone um, or it can be for everyone but the point in which people recognize and realize that it might be helpful for them is very very different Um, and there's something about being ready to face um, your difficulties and your situations Um, so there might be a point where you may recognize that there's certain things that you are going through and just because you now have that awareness it might not necessarily be the right time and the right point for you to actually do something about it and I feel like when you do get the most um, out of that is um, when you are at a space where you think like, yeah, I can actually tackle this and I'm actually ready and willing to put the work in. Um, unless obviously you are at the point where um, you are either a risk to yourself or to other people, then people mm. are going to have to intervene and sort of like support you. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure there's certain things about ourselves that we recognize and we think, okay, like, you know, this could improve um but you know actually doing the work might not work with where you really are at in life and that's okay but I guess maybe just starting to do the little things that you can to kind of make things better um at that specific point might be um really helpful and um I don't know whether this was a question that you asked I think because you did speak for a while but yeah definitely it is harder to take um your own advice um in um doing um things and you know as therapists we are very self-aware we are aware of our own stuff we're aware of other people's stuff Mm. and um, we are aware of areas that we need to work on and um sometimes there may be instances when you know you can give advice to clients that you're working with 
um, and actually think, oh, <laughs> you know, I know that I should be doing X, Y, Z. Um, but it's that whole idea of just breaking things down into things that are manageable and um, starting to work on things. And sometimes recognizing that there's certain things that you may need external support from to uh, be able to get you into that space. So whether that is accessing therapy, um, then so be it. And that's okay. So, yeah. You know, definitely. Um, I think that's, those are some key points. And I think it's back to what you're saying. It's just about being self-aware. Um, obviously, I'm not, I'm not, I'm sure it doesn't probably come with, with the with the job or being in that field, but I'm sure it's something that you've all had to, we've all had to kind of develop and learn um, more about, which is, which is good. Um, like, Amani, would you, how, would you say you're still on that journey of, um, like, you, like, you know yourself or you still like on that, well, yeah, or the viewers of have you arrived or are you still you still on that path? It's a journey. I've decided that it's a journey that's not gonna end until like yeah, I'm gone. Um yeah. no, but that's maybe like a psychologist thing. Huh? The journey thing. Is that a psychologist? Yeah, yeah. Is that a psychologist thing or are we quite similar? It's a bit of a me thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've just, but you know why as well? Because I was putting too much pressure on myself to get to a point. I was like, yeah, when I feel like this, I'm going to be that that woman. Like, I'm going to be that girl. And then I just thought, you know what? Why do I need to be putting a time point on anything? Like, in anything in life, like, I know when we were growing up, we were like, yeah, by 25, I'm going to be married and have a house and two kids and did it. Where are we at now? <laughs> so it's I've just sort of got past that now. And I think yeah. Yeah, that comes with just like being the woman that I want to be or whatever that is. Like um I've decided that I don't really want it to end. I don't want to come to an end point because I don't want to close myself up off to growth and learning because life is gonna come with different responsibilities as well. Like one day I'm gonna be a mother, I'm gonna be a wife, like those responsibilities are things I've never done before so how can I say oh yeah I'm that girl now when I have never taken on that kind of responsibility before I'm not going to shut myself off from the learning that needs to be done does that make sense so I think I'm just I'm just deciding that it's a journey and that's a lifelong thing and why wouldn't I want to grow and get to know me I'm lit so I might as well just like hey speak it (laughs) I'm not I'm I'm much better than I was even 18 months ago um in, in knowing like who I am what my values are what I stand for and um taking those into different places so whether that's in a podcast or whether that's at work um and just that makes it easier like what's the saying I there was a saying that just came to my head and I've lost it um if you don't stand for anything you'll fall for anything mm. yeah and um my mum and dad didn't raise anyone that's, that can be pushed over like that I'm so sorry so I need to know <laughs> yeah. let's speak it with chest no, why did we do it. this why are you apologizing your mum and dad yeah, did no, not raise anyone speak it with chest yeah they didn't raise that person so it'd be an injustice to them injustice to my family and like the people before me in- to- hey I like in- hey. <laughs> injustice <laughs> It would. Yeah. And suffer the way they suffered for, for me to be just falling over for anybody and not knowing who I am and having the opportunities to, to fulfill who I, I have I can be. Like, no. So it's a journey. I'm getting there. I'm better. I think I've just 
taken all of those things that I just said like on board a bit more now mm. so I feel a bit more comfortable with that journey if that makes sense yeah, yeah. that's good that's good I, mm. I didn't even say like that I'm sort of the mindset you have to just like, be a complete package but like you're, you're right because you know you at 20 well okay well I'm, I'm, ass- well, I'm, I'm kind of guessing your age but I'm sure you're mid you're, you're <laughs> mid 20s or maybe late 20s well yes I mean, you at early 20s is not the same you now like you know, the same way you at the early 20s not the same way when you was like I don't know like 11 or, or, or I don't know like 16 or something so I guess there's but, always growth even like you maybe today isn't the same you last week there's mm. little things that you would have done over the week that you probably wouldn't have done last week and um, I think that's important to hold on to as well, that, you know, if you are actively thinking about making yourself better, um, really holding on to the small moments, because those small mo- moments would turn into big moments. Um, and I don't know what it is about always wanting to celebrate big achievements, um, but actually when you are working and when you are on your journey, recognising that, I don't know, last week I probably wouldn't have ran 3k but mm. this week I did 3.5 and that's fantastic and actually really celebrating that in the same way that you would when you're able to run half a marathon for example yeah because then that's when you are actually able to turn around and be like I can do it I will do it I will reach it and um it just increases your motivation and those kinds of things so yeah, yeah. not always waiting to celebrate big moments celebrate the small things it's like so- you're able to wake up on time today and do all loads of things before you even sat down to <laughs> do this, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. You know, when you do so that, nice. I feel like you can overcome all kinds of different insecurities. Because obviously you've got different types of insecurities. Like it could be like to do with like your body and things like that. But when you take the moment to celebrate small things and notice mm-hmm. small things about yourself, like um, you can just realise like how great like you are and you got through things and you were able to do things or your body was able to get you through things, you know, like. I guess there's a lot of pressure on what women should look like and men as well but I'm just gonna talk as a woman um and I could be like oh I could be looking in the mirror and saying oh I need to look like this I need to look like that but no my body got me to wherever it is now so why am I going to sit there and nitpick it when it you know what I mean I need to celebrate that mm. I want to make changes and you can make one want to make changes to yourself and grow um but you've got you've got here now right to celebrate that celebrate all yeah. of those steps that you that you took to get here yeah there's definitely something about being intentional um because I'm aware that as we are talking about this it seems like it's just something that you wake up and do but no it's something that you definitely have to be intentional and set a plan and work towards um and when you are working towards that be kind to yourself be aware that failure is going to come but at the same time if you keep working you also um you know like reach that end point and you will have successful points in that and celebrate the small wins at the same time and um as you do that and like with anything the more that you build really good habits it just becomes like easier for you to get to where you want to so by you i don't know using the positive affirmations and you attend in the interviews and you, you know, recognizing that there's been certain things that you've been through and actually looking at things that you are now and comparing the two and recognizing it's not as deep or it's like, you know, I've been through it and there's certain things that got me to that point. 
um, are really, really important um, on that journey. So yeah, it's something about definitely just like continuing and um, building the habits that you are building. And yeah, eventually um, you will start, that voice in your head will start to quieten. Um, mm. And yeah, it will just become a lot more easier for you to talk back to that voice. So if you are at the moment, I believe in that you're not good enough at an 80%, but you are doing the work. It could be that in six months time, that could go down to 60%. And that's so much better than, you know, where you were now. And that whole idea is just about reducing how much you're believing that and finding the evidence against that and talking back. And maybe you will wake up and actually start to have other thoughts um, that are stronger than like, no, I actually like where I am and I am the shit or like, you know, I, like, you know, I am X, Y, Z. And it would be like a positive thought rather than you focusing on the things that you're not so good at. So, yeah, something about being intentional. It's, it's true. Habits. Yeah. I think if there's any year to do it, if this is the year, given the past 12 months we've had, this is the year to like, listen, I am... I've, I've been through a lot like whether it's just you you know in my case you've been through grief or I know you just you just survived the pandemic that's still a lot mm-hmm. because like that's that's probably been a, a lot of a hard test for a lot of people so you got yeah you've got to like just gas yourself man but Ben what, what about you like do you think like you've um you're still growing or do you feel like you've done you're at a place where you've kind of like as I was saying before like you've arrived like I think I've still got more growing to do, even though I think sometimes I think I've grown enough, but I don't think it is, it is enough because we're always growing and always learning. So I'm still at a place where I'm kind of on, I've been on survival mode since probably 2015. So I'm still learning about myself. I'm still growing, learning, doing self-improvement doing things to improve myself daily so it's still a journey you know but just to kind of round up here i wanted to kind of ask well more so for everyone like um like what what would you kind of say if you could just say maybe a few words or one thing like to your younger like say insecure self obviously because at the time when you're in that insecurity you don't maybe you're not you don't think of how you're gonna get through it or where you're gonna be in a few years like but um because I do not ask because a few interesting points that um you both made, especially um Amani about you know growing up in a certain environments and thinking that um I won't, I won't say that people were racially abusive abusive towards you, but just like people thinking the same way and thinking, oh right, do I need to, do I belong here because I'm the only black person or no one can I can relate to? So because it must be hard to get through those to get through those. So I guess yeah. So what um maybe you can be, maybe you can start Amani. What so what kind of got you through that? Already, you put me. I know. No, I wasn't ready. I don't know. I don't even know how to put it into like a sentence. Um, this is so maybe cliche, but like it's gonna be okay. Mm. Like literally, it's gonna be okay. Um, it doesn't feel like it right now, but it's gonna be okay. That thing that you think is weird, or that thing that you feel like is a weakness, is gonna be your biggest strength. Um, the people that need to be around you will be around you one day. You will find your community. You'll find your tribe. It's okay. You're going to be okay. okay. I don't even you think that's cliche. Sorry, I was about to say, I don't even think that's cliche because imagine when you were younger and you hurt yourself. What was the thing that your mum would turn around and say? Like, you're going to be okay. So I think that's really nice way of like learning how to then self-soothe yourself 
and actually remember like remind yourself that it will be okay because back then you would have needed your mum to kind of like let you know that it's okay or whoever um the person you would have had that would have been looking after you whereas growing up um sometimes that bit starts to get missing and then that's when we start to let all those other voices in but actually going back to basics and learning to self-soothe mm. from the way that you learned is really really important and I've never said that to myself I'm gonna add that yeah. <laughs> to my list of affirmations okay yeah and I yeah. think that's really really nice okay cool. I just made that connection <laughs> that was really powerful it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay like definitely what about um, you ben i know um, uh, i'm deflecting because i know jermaine's gonna come to me no 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 oh yeah yeah well yeah 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 we're forgetting about you don't worry um, i'll probably say um persevere because I'm, I'm a big believer of um of of um perseverance so obviously i've done a post about it yesterday about how um getting into sports at a young age got me to the place that i am now with the thinking out loud, the fitness and and um, the writing as well. So I think if I didn't go through those obstacles when I was young, then I wouldn't be where I am now. So I'll probably say persevere, even though it's going to get hard, but you reap the benefits at the end of it. Oh, that's really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's definitely something to be said about persevering and just... Um, hold it in mind what the end will look like um, and yeah that you will eventually get there so that's really really nice what was the question um what would I say um, to my younger self yeah. about your about yeah that, well, I'm even forgetting myself now <laughs> I so, yeah. would say um that things will eventually work out uh, it might not necessarily be in the way that you want them to. Um, but yeah, the universe has a way of making things fall into place at the time that's right. And yeah, it's interesting <laughs> just because I feel like the past two weeks we really have been like, and um, I don't know, sometimes I do definitely find comfort in um, holding on to that. Um, yeah. And I think just looking back at like various different points in my life when I've experienced a lot of difficulties and gotten through it on the other end. Um, yeah, I have found a way that, yeah, I've, that, yeah, I've come to um, the realisation that things, yeah, eventually will work out even though it's not at the time that I want them to. Um, but yeah. Everything you've just said is, is my sentiments exactly. Like, I think mm-hmm. that is what I, I'm a firm believer in. Like, literally, just because you always have this idea that it's going to work out this way, but at 25, I'm like, oh, I've been married off with the first kid, this and that. But sometimes mm-hmm. you arrive there, like, actually, no, this didn't even happen. But listen, it's like, God God knows best. That, that's what I was going to yeah. tell myself. Yeah. You know? Um, so I know I've been, I know I've been going. Sometimes I, I I can't find myself when I just go on and go on. Um, so apologies. Sometimes um, I don't think I did. But if I cut you off, guys, at any point, um, whilst I was uh, talking and stuff. But I just wanted to say, no, it's been it's been 
I really appreciate you guys coming and joining us. Um, like clearly you have a lot of um, I would say like your I would say skilled. No, I don't want to say skilled, but you, you have a, a lot of sense in terms of what you guys are talking about, even just from a, a, a personal point of view of how you kind of see yourself. And I think um I, I don't want I don't want to take it there because I know that that's a whole other topic. But I think it's good to especially as like um black men and women how we see ourselves because obviously there's there's already a lot against us. So I think it's important to kind of if anything suck yourself up and because there's so much things that that want to just tear us down whether subconsciously or consciously like you know so i think it's important to always remind yourself of like you know who you are and, and don't feel you know if it does if you do feel that that person just tell yourself yeah you you deserve to be here even if you know you you have less than other people who got that same role whatever whatever it might be i think that's important because like there's a lot of um I would say like some, maybe not so much like explicitly, but subtly. There's a lot of the times when like I think people just try to like um, put us in a box with certain certain stereotypes and think, oh, we we can only do this within that. But no, like you said, Ben, listen, you play tennis. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you you can play tennis. Like, you know, you can do this or do that. And same with us, we can host this podcast and not to say that we're experts but we can yeah expert, our, our expert, our, experts our, in your yeah. own experience so you know what i mean yeah. that, that's what it is so so like i like <laughs> i really want you to start holding on to that you're experts in your own experience yeah exactly you so, down. <laughs> yeah so definitely man i think it's it's just important how you, how you see yourself as as a as a mm. person as, as black men and women mm-hmm. you know because not trying to go all, all Mark and Mix, but like, trust me, sometimes like they're against us, isn't it? But at the same time, when you know yourself, because I'll be on like Mark and Mix. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> well, let, let me chill. Let me chill. I can be on my mind. <laughs> I, I, I feel you. Like, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, do, you know, do you know what I mean? So it's just kind of, I think just on the last note, just to remember, like, listen, like, you can. How can I put it back spending without, without saying too much? But yeah, you can, you can be what you want. Don't, don't kind of like, you know, um, feel like because you know like the people before you or, or everyone around you is doing this like listen you can be different and, and it's cool man do you know what I mean and I think that and I think that's why it's it's, it's good to kind of just have people you can talk to and this whole generation after us will, will have that mindset as well like we can be whatever we want to do even if we're different I'm not going to be ridiculed by it we can I mean, there's not going to be oh you can't do this because maybe because people from your background don't really do this and that like maybe you you can be the first do you know what I mean yeah. I don't say, I don't know how many psychologists you have in your family but I'm trying to say maybe you can be the first. There's no problem with that. I mean, I'm happy to do a different podcast about that because I will be on that Malcolm X shit as well. Listen, <laughs> we know it's that. Because I wake up with that. <laughs> yeah, that, that. That might be another episode yeah, idea. You nah. know, it's like um yeah. yeah. No, nah, yeah, it's but, been oh, oh, no, sorry, sorry, you're no, 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 I was about to say, no, I've really, really enjoyed um this conversation and thank you guys um for hosting us. It's been really, really great. And yeah, we'll be more than happy to come back. So definitely let us know no we appreciate that because initially i think i mean i said to you actually i don't know if you could maybe the, the boys have different schedules but maybe i don't know next time yeah we'll bring maybe the whole squad the whole squad you know um, whole squad maybe we, can, maybe we can do it in person yeah yeah, no, yeah, yeah, be, yeah it should be open by then um yeah no definitely so. yeah that, that's a good shot but just before we go um just want you guys just plug what you're doing obviously the podcast or any other Ooh, related work yeah yeah you guys are doing um so guys check us out um on all podcast streaming sites we are called thoughts at the mic and it's a mental health podcast um primarily looking at 
talking about the black experience and um, just making mental health related topics more accessible. Um, so yeah, and yeah, we're also on Clubhouse um, every Wednesday at 7.30, just discussing various different topics in relation to mental health. Um, Instagram, Twitter, the whole shebang, thoughts at the mic. Nice, nice. That new artwork as well, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And feel free to yourself, sis. Oh yeah, and feel free to follow me individually on Instagram at underscore Amani A M A N I Samar S A M A H. Well, I make mental health and like psychology based content, and you'll see my face now and again as well. Yeah. But as always, guys, follow us on Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, um, not too much. Yeah, I always forget. Yeah, Google Podcast. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, that's looking a bit empty right now, but um, we're gonna keep. We're gonna Same, keep. Our YouTube channel's empty as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm YouTube, gonna... guys. We've got videos on there for you. I'm not even gonna front because it's a whole related content. Yeah, so guys, um, follow us. Um, there as well. There's gonna be a lot more uh, content coming. So yeah, that's about it. But like I said, thank you, ladies. Um, for coming on and definitely hopefully we can do this again other than that we'll catch you in the streets